0: In a loss to the Los Angeles Kings on Monday, the Boston Bruins continued a troubling trend of giving up tying goal in the final minute of regulation. What does it really mean and where do the Bruins stand in the Eastern Conference after this loss? We're going to get into all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. <laughs> as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, February. What? No, Tuesday, March 8th. And uh, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day, whether it's February or March. Uh, The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. A quick reminder as well, if you want to follow along on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, last night... Against the Los Angeles Kings, our Bruins seemed on the verge of um, beginning this three-game homestand with the win, holding on to a 2-1 lead late in the third period, but then Trevor Moore scored the game-time goal with Cal Peterson pulled from the Kings net for the extra attacker, and then Andreas Athanasiou scored the game-winner off a pretty brutal Charlie Coyle uh, attempted backhand pass that was intercepted and taken the other way uh, to kind of eradicate what had been a pretty strong game for Linus Olmark. Um, The Bruins, this is the third time in the last week that they have blown a lead late in the third period, uh, giving up either the game-tying or game-winning goal. In the final minute of regulation, it happened uh, against the Anaheim Ducks last week. Trevor Zegras scoring with 22 seconds left to steal the win. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday tied things up with three seconds to go. And then last night, 26 seconds to go. Um, does this point to a troubling trend for the Boston Bruins? Just how concerning is it? Um, For me, it's just kind of the luck of the game, really. You have the extra man out there. Odds are the other team is going to score with more players out on the ice than not. That's just kind of why you pulled a goalie in the first place. Um, Monday night was different. Than the Anaheim and Columbus games. In those previous games, the Bruins took a penalty in the final minute to give their opponents a late power play, a six on four in the case of the um, Columbus game because they had the goalie pulled. Uh, against the Ducks, there was a turnover that led to some time pinned in the defensive zone. And... Charlie McAvoy took a hooking penalty, you know, playing a long shift uh, against Columbus. It was Nick Foligno who took a hooking penalty at the long end of a long shift, and the Bruins paid the price on both of those. He thought uh, Bruce Cassidy did on Monday that it was more a job or more of an instance of bad luck than putting themselves in that position where they are killing penalties while also trying to preserve the lead they kept them to the outside Um, just a bit of a tough luck on this particular play the other ones were more self-inflicted what they didn't have a a ton of high quality chances in the final minute but um, just lost position on Trevor Moore and he had an easy tap-in The Bruins really, they held the Kings to nine shots, 18 attempts, only a couple high danger chances in the third period. They weren't necessarily getting bombarded. Uh, The Kings did have extensive possession in the uh, Bruins zone late in the third period. But um, yeah, they played uh, strong and just a bit of, bad luck that this time it went in again. The other two a bit more self-inflicted Cassidy mentioned because of taking those penalties in this one. Um, just the luck of having the extra man out for the, the Kings, bad balance here and there uh, inability to clear perhaps. And um, yeah, that's kind of all she wrote last night. The more troubling uh, part of the lost was the turnover committed by Charlie Coyle on the overtime winner, just kind of blindly whipping a pass to the middle of the ice that was picked off, kind of reminiscent of Jeremy Lozon trying to make a pass at the blue line last year in the playoffs against the New York Islanders. Cassidy said, you have to value the puck. The play at the end just not a very good hockey play gave up a breakaway got what we deserved on that play the third line prior to that had another strong game uh charlie coyle had the primary assist on both boston goals uh scored by trent frederick and uh, craig smith what i'm calling the oceans line the 11 13 12 line um Craig Smith said, there's only two things you can do after this one. You sit and be pissed about it, which we are right now, but we have to make the next step forward and make the corrections, make sure that we're tightening up. It's all things that we can fix, and we have the people to do it. Uh, the Bruins have still, according to Scott McLaughlin of WEEI, given up the sixth fewest third-period goals this season, 23-1-3 and when leading after two periods seven and three when tied after two, uh, fifth best faceoff team in the NHL. So losing draws in their own zone as what happened in these instances. Um, it's not a season long trend. Again, what's happened recently. You can't ignore it, but I don't think it's worth panicking about. Um, you take away those penalties against Anaheim and Columbus. Um, you win a face-off here and there and get the puck out of the zone, get possession, then they get these extra points. Um, So it's unfortunate that they've all kind of happened here in a row. Uh, Kind of magnifies just what happens late in close games sometimes. Sometimes you give up the tying goal. Sometimes you are able to get that puck luck and lock it down. Um, what can not happen is taking penalties in the final minute and making blind behind the back passes, uh, to give up breakaways going the other way. Um, but those are all things the Bruins are aware of, and that can be fixed. Uh, before we move on, let's talk about bet online. Mark Madness is right around the corner, hockey, Basketball marching towards the playoffs. Hopefully baseball is around soon. You can get all the latest odds, totals, player performance props at betonline.net, your number one spot for all sports betting needs. BetOnline is the best spot for scores, podcasts, and news as well. And again, got you covered for all the major sports as well as boxing, UFC. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I do want to uh, nominate. Our name a Big Bear of the Night Award. Again, the three, um, or the the Oceans line did all the damage on the scoreboard last night. Frederick Smith scoring. Uh, Smith added another assist, so he had two points. Coyle had two points. Um, Going to give this one to Craig Smith. He kept rolling with uh Another goal, his 11th of the season, I believe that's five for him over the last three or four games. He had a team high, four shots on goal, added a hit, added a block, uh, just playing the right way, and this line uh, really clicking right now for the Boston Bruins. Now, as to how things are shaking out in the Eastern Conference at the moment, uh, the Bruins Picking up a point last night, they now sit four points clear of the Washington Capitals for the first wild card spot. Again, when we've been talking about Eastern Conference power rankings, there's really two halves of the conference. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, closest team, too challenging for a wild card spot, and they're 10 points back of Washington with. Uh, 25 games remaining on the schedule so you know the top eight teams in the eastern conference pretty much set the bruins picked up one point last night like i mentioned the maple leafs won so the leafs are now three points up of the bruins with a game in hand so if you look at point percentage if the bruins Were to begin the playoffs today, they would be in line to play the top team in the Atlantic, and that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Carolina, first place in the Eastern Conference with 83 points and a .741 point percentage. Uh, Florida has a one-point advantage over the Tampa Bay Lightning for first in the Atlantic, but Tampa has a game in hand uh Florida however has the far and away lead when it comes to goal differential plus 69 uh next is Carolina at plus 57 and Toronto at plus 40 so like i've been saying over the last few weeks when it we look ahead to the playoffs it's kind of a pick your poison when it comes to where the bruins finish and who they'll play in the opening round. It really looks like it will be either uh, Carolina, Florida, or Tampa Bay. If the Bruins hold on to the first wild card spot, they would play uh, the lower of the first place teams in the Atlantic or the Metro. Uh, if they move up to the third place in the Atlantic, they would play second place in the Atlantic. So that would be either Tampa or Florida. So, you know, chances are they're going to play one of those three teams in the opening round. All pretty high quality teams this this season. Let's be honest. They are top. Four in the NHL, only Colorado has a higher point percentage, their first overall at 763. Uh, So the Bruins will be in very tough, no matter who they play in the opening round of the playoffs. And again, we'll have to see whether or not they make some moves here in order to match up a bit better with the likes of the Hurricanes, the Panthers, or the um the lightning haven't fared well against carolina this season although they do have some history playing frederick anderson in the playoffs we all know how that's gone in the past uh florida you know for all the talent they have they haven't won a playoff series since uh before the 2004 lockout and Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, we all know, are the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Bruins right now, they're seventh in terms of uh, shot attempt differential, five on five, behind in the East, Florida, Carolina, and Toronto. When it comes to shot differential, however, they're first overall in the NHL. Expected goals for, they are third in the NHL behind uh, Florida and Calgary in terms of high danger chance differential, they're fourth uh, behind Tampa, Calgary, and the New Jersey Devils. And again, where they continue to get stuck is shooting percentage five on five, 7.17, which is 27th in the NHL. Um, so, Again, the expectation is that will rise at some point throughout the season. It already is rising a bit. They used to be dead last in that category, uh, meaning their puck luck will improve and uh, their five-on-five scoring should be uh, should be key as well. So that's where the Bruins stand here after last night's uh, game. They have a couple nights off now. And then on tap are a couple winnable games at home. One against Chicago uh, on Thursday. Chicago is 25th in the NHL right now. Uh, Actually, maybe even worse than that. No, yeah, they're 25th, 20, 29, and 8, 421 point percentage. And then they play the Arizona Coyotes, who are dead last in the NHL at the moment. So two very winnable games. Jeremy Sweeman getting a couple of days off. I would expect him to be a net for possibly both of those uh, games. And uh, yeah, two very, very winnable games on tap here for the Boston Bruins this coming week. Uh, there's no practice today. Uh, so we'll see tomorrow if there's any uh, lineup shakeups. I wouldn't expect there to be any. Jack O'Shawn, I thought, played very strong in relief of Matt Grizzlick, who is out with, I believe, an upper body injury. Uh, just a very solid puck-moving defenseman. Sure, he's undersized, but we all know that doesn't matter. Just look back at Tori Krug, not saying Ashawn is Krug, but uh, I think he's really solid player, and I'd like to see him uh, remain in the lineup for the foreseeable future. Perhaps... Uh, in lieu of Derek Forbort or Connor Clifton. Again, these recent uh, game-tying, game-winning goals given up late by the Boston Bruins. Have to remember, two of them were as a result of late penalties uh, after long shifts. And uh, last night, was just a a case of bad luck in my mind. It's not a situation where you say the Bruins can't hold a lead. It's just the circumstances in these games and the fact that they're all three together make it seem like it's more of a major issue. But uh, I really think they should be fine moving forward, and, and this isn't really something too serious to worry about. You can save time and money by using rock auto.com if you are in need of auto parts for your car or van or truck why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can get them from a family-owned business who's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer And they have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. I encourage you to check out their parts, discover how Rock Auto can help. I, a couple years ago, had to find a gas cap for an old Honda Odyssey. Sure enough, there it was. Easy to order. And uh, go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solutions for your auto parts needs. Again, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We are now less than two weeks away from the NHL trade deadline. Reports, rumors heating up. Uh, Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic reports. Uh, New Jersey Devils general manager has informed P.K. Subban the club doesn't intend to sign him to a contract extension. He'll become an unrestricted free agent this summer. Uh, Subban could be moved before the trade deadline if the Devils receive an offer that makes sense for New Jersey going forward. I've been kind of pounding on the Bruins need some help on the right side defense, I know a lot. Of, not a lot of Bruins fans are uh, keen on adding PK Subban. Uh, he has had a lot of disciplinary issues. Well, not even he hasn't really been called out for them, but a lot of slew footing incidents. Uh, not quite the player that he once was. But if you can get him for cheap, and if they retain a bit of salary, perhaps putting him, uh, you know, behind McAvoy and Carlo or between McAvoy and Carlo on the right hand depth chart. I certainly think he's, uh, an upgrade over Connor Clifton. David Severson, uh, is a 27 year old defenseman, a bit younger. He has a year remaining on his contract. He would probably be a bit more attractive to the Bruins, Uh, But it would take a really good package uh, that would help the Devils now and in the future in order to pry Severson away from the Devils. That's what Fitzgerald says. Adam Proto of the Hockey News uh, added on Subban that, um, again, there could be some salary retained. The team would uh, require some top assets like a prospects or draft picks in order to make that salary retention a thing. Um, so yeah, what do you think? Do we want PK Subban? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think it could be, that would be a pretty cool story if he played for the Bruins. Uh, Again, I know a lot, not a lot of people are, would be into that idea. Not a huge fan of him. Uh, Bruins fans, you know, with the Montreal rivalry uh, and all that kind of stuff and just the way he plays, but I still think he would be an upgrade on the right side over Connor Clifton. Uh, Lisa Dillman of The Athletic examined the pros and cons of the Kings trading for Jake DeBrusque. Uh, makes sense for the Kings, but they're not making facing any urgency to make a splash at this year's deadline. Um, so again, the Jake DeBrusque saga, uh, goes on. I should mention that on 31 thoughts podcast, 32 thoughts, actually, uh, Elliot Friedman mentioned, uh, the Bruins being interested in Claude Giroux of the Philadelphia Flyers. He would be a fantastic second line center upgrade, uh, But there's no decision yet as to whether he wants to be traded and he has a final say on where he goes. So we are, yeah, less than two weeks from the trade deadline. I do expect Don Sweeney to be pretty active. I do expect Jake DeBrusque to be traded. And uh, we'll have to see how it all shakes out. Anyways, I hope you are all having a great week so far. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast to answer some mailbag questions. So please do send those in via uh, social media at Locked NHL Bruins, Twitter, Instagram, or you can drop some in the YouTube comments as well. I'll put a prompt in there for you to drop some in there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Now check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, hosted by Steele Roden and Flip Livingstone. They'll help you become experts of your fantasy league as you approach the playoffs and championship season, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.